This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What is poppin' everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my boy Tortuga. We back, baby. We back. How he you feeling, buddy? Feeling good. Feeling good. Rested. <laughs> recovered. Uh, to still a line from uh, Landon, it was a speedy recovery that's for right. a tortoise. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got back. the. I got. Listen, I got the. I got the WSOP flu. You know, yeah. it's gonna happen. Just glad it wasn't COVID. That's true. So, uh, you know, we're feeling good. He's had a 48-hour sniffle. Thank God I have a uh, nurse practitioner at home that was uh, loading me up with some meds, and, you know, we're good. Over-the-counter meds. Basically you know. a modern-day healer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's where I go to when I have my yep. problems. We're healed. We're ready to go. We're firing the, uh, the 600 Deep Stack Championship today. Let's go. Ready to go. Anybody play the online bracelet last night? I played it twice. No. <laughs> I forgot that WSOP has the IP address thing and I tried to max it and I tried to do that with a minute left and then it said sorry someone from your house is it like someone uh, from this IP address I mean, that, that's that's just sheerly brazen arrogance to begin with a minute left so many things can go wrong I don't understand so in the past years they've had turned this off during the series I don't think that's true. Yes, it is. 100%. Mm. They turned it off during the series that you could be in the same place and <sighs> register. I would like to not say 100% anymore. Can we just take out absolutes from Shut this podcast? The fuck up. Can I, we please? They 100%. Okay. Over like, the past years, it happened. Just like he 100% knew who the runner was. Yeah, yeah of course. They I, I just feel very confident this <laughs> isn't like an on-off switch that they have in their offices. All right, give me one second. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that they, they got rid of that. <laughs> on-off switch. Wait, I thought they got rid of that altogether. The IP so, address. So what they did. So you're saying that you guys live in a house together. You can't both. You can't all play the same. Tour you have to you do it can. through you a cellular device. Yeah, you just register on Hotspot. mobile. So what has what had happened was they turned it off during the COVID series, I believe, mm -hmm. and for all the um, um, OC series, they had just kept kept turning it off and only allowed. <laughs> I mean, which we call it. Here's here's what I know. <laughs> this exists because of Nevada Gaming and the likelihood that they got some ability to pause it is pretty low. <laughs> so maybe you're right, Conrad, but maybe. as a betting man, uh, I'll take 10 to 1 that you're not since you're 100%. You and this dickhead over here, I'll take 10 to 1. Well, you're saying 100%. You're saying 100%. I'm giving you 99. It seems reasonable. Let's Actually, just, I'm, giving, I'm giving you 90. 90 yeah. I'll, take, I'll take 99 to 1 if, if you really want to... <laughs> I feel like every episode, let's just remember the, uh, the responsibility of a public platform, right? <laughs> let's just remember speaking in absolutes is probably a bad idea. Yeah. Mm. Uh, right. And also, as betting men, if you're going to speak in absolutes, <laughs> bet on it. Let's fire out some cash. I mean, I'm oh. trying to run this tab up, to baby. Tab, I'm going to the find moon. the answer out. In you can clear the tab so fast, man. I'm always right. You're always wrong. It's real easy. Well, we can bet and on this that one's too. This one I'm definitely right about. Was okay. the runner a woman? <laughs> 100%. Nailed it. Okay, we'll give you two to one. Fuck you. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh man, here go, we are. Go Bengals, baby. 
let's go Bengals. Let's, but no, he's got the Reds though, 100. percent They cooled off. The, the, yeah, they Whoa, cooled. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. How does this happen every Wait. week? It's a fucking shift. The the thing is, he's Wait, a they big favorite. Off. The the Pirates or the Cardinals are probably going to finish in last, so he's still doing. I'm a just huge fine. favorite no, here. 100%. 100%. Like, you guys have no chance of winning this. Even the Pirates are back, baby. Well, we once won again, 9 to 4. Once again, I'll take uh I'll take 10 to 1. <laughs> Wait, Shout did you out. did you guys see that catch <laughs> last night? No. It, this is actually I mean this this is one of the best catches in I mean, PNC if there isn't anything signifying the return of the tortoise, it's right. a pirate's highlight course, whenever they're yes. fucking eight I mean, games under five hundred. So Holy shit, we actually have the Juan asset. Soto. We actually have the asset. Yeah. Juan Soto thinks he's gonna what? Wait, wait, watch the replay. It's actually really see. He really, I think he over he, he, he really, overran it, which makes it a tougher catch. He really contorts himself. But uh yeah, watch the, the uh, replays. I kind of like. I was, I was uh, that's the city. Yeah, that. that's the city connect. Highway really cool. You can't jump that high, Landon. I don't need to jump that high. Wow. I don't need to jump that high. What? Yeah, yeah if he's five ten, I'm six five. He is not five ten. That wall isn't that high. How tall is he? I don't know. That wall's six foot. Okay, the wall could be eight feet. I can still just put my hand yeah, over it. Catch it. <laughs> I mean, is that yeah, wall over six look, foot? Man, I, it's, on, on that side, I'm not sure yeah, if look, it is or not. It's look, not look, helping look my case replay. that I can't dunk a basketball. I mean, I'm, I'm getting to watch the replay, I guess. Yeah. But like, he's standing in front of the wall, and it's taller than him. Okay. I assume he's at least six foot tall. What's his name? Josh Palacios. Let's look up how tall he is. With certainty. Well, let me guess. It's going to be uh, six one, foot, 155. <laughs> yeah. Josh yeah. Palacios from Brooklyn, New York. I got to say, there's probably not that many uh, He's six one. baseball yeah, players yeah. from... Um, that are under six foot? Agreed. Shut up. That are, in, <laughs> that are from the inner city of New York. Like no, Brooklyn, not, Queens, right? yeah. like Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, this can't be that many. Yeah. But they grow up playing stickball. You would think they'd be very good. Yeah, but they just there's nowhere for them to go. Stickball's like, tough, man. Hitting a broom or hitting a bottle cap with a broomstick, <laughs> that shit will get your hand eye down. Not a but bottle cap. The thing about like living down it south, it is in the Dominican. Actually, that's that is true. Um, was it is Jose Altuve? I don't know if he's from Dominican. No, no he's from uh, Puerto Rico. Yeah, isn't he? Mm, I want to say like Venezuela. 100%. I want to say Venezuela. <laughs> you better bet on it. Sure. But like how he would like practice, like he used to like yeah, he had like a like a broomstick and he would like. Uh, they'd fire uh, well. bottle caps, bottle yeah. caps at him, and like, and yeah, how hard that is to hit, like you said. Yeah, aim small, miss small. It's also small. a lot. It's mm -hmm. also a lot of lot easier to hit whenever you know what pitch is coming. I, I was, <laughs> I was gonna make a joke. It's just like he, he knew it, which pitch was coming with the bottle cap. He was RTAing. Uh, yeah, nice he, one. He literally had real time assistance. Yeah, they all did. Yeah. They basically multi counted because it's the whole team. Yeah, <laughs> I saw, I saw a meme from the uh, the the Ocean Gate uh, Titanic. Uh, submersible and they, they said when they were hearing banging sounds and someone said and the, the, tw the meme just said it's probably just the Houston Astros boo this man boo this man you're a bad guy boo this man terrible terrible, terrible. Left, <laughs> you're left bad field tortoise. is exactly six feet at PNC hmm. as per yeah, so, Efro see Parky was right so okay. I don't have to jump <laughs> tell him Lamana <laughs> So you don't have to what? I don't have to jump to get that. You personally, no. Correct. No. Well, I mean, yeah, you would still have to have jumped. He, he pulled that out of the fucking third row, yeah. bro. <laughs> did, did you see that? He fucking went uh, extendo arm. Long arms. And we don't have the tweet, but or the tweet, the the asset, but uh, Nick Gonzalez, rookie star player, hits a... Uh, My cousin. His is that, yeah, it is your cousin, right? Yeah. 
he his first home run in the majors 442 feet off the batter's eye that's that's far yeah he he got all of it for those of you who don't know i don't know anything about distance or feet that's far <laughs> that's all you got for me that's very far yeah but what? you know okay well the, the the dimensions of a ballpark are generally like between 305 and 315 down the lines and 400 dead center so you know 20% beyond so clearing the it. Yeah. The, the real star of last night was Shohei Otani. This guy is unbelievable. He's so good. He's, uh, he, so he's just starting. He um, you know, he's the starting pitcher. He just goes out, strikes out 10 people, and then hits two home runs on the yeah, side. Went three for three with two home <laughs> runs, pitched six and a third, struck out 10. Just, I, I no don't think deal. people appreciate what a unique I mean, it's because he's on the Angels. Creature he is. It is true. To use your it's, term, creature. Yeah, it, he is a creature. He is. If he, he was on he's any an other absolute team. Yeah. It's true. It's, he's on the Angels. Uh, the game where they won 25 to 1 or whatever, Shohei Itani went 0 for 7 mm-hmm. with four strikeouts or three strikeouts, something like that. And Mike Trout was pulled had, by the second he inning. He had one hit. I think one for seven. But yeah, Mike Trout was like <laughs> pulled too. Like those guys weren't even in there. The day before, they lost like 10 to 6. And between the two of them, I think they hit five home runs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like it gets swept under the rug because yeah. they, they literally have the two best players in all of baseball mm-hmm. and can't build a team around it. No, they're doing good this year. Are they? Yeah. Every time I look, they're getting mopped. No, they're they're, they're <laughs> or just winning twenty five. They win like eight or nine games above five hundred. They win like Otani's game and then like just get mopped the rest of no, the series. I that was the other thing. They they won that series versus the Rockies. The, pro- uh, the pro- or sorry, they lost that series against the Rockies, but they outscored yeah. them like uh, you know thirty to seven or the, something. The problem is they're in they're in the AL, which is obviously like really good, and they're in a, a good division. They got the uh, the Rangers and the uh, Astros ahead of them. Right. Right. The Rangers look good. Rangers look really good, but the, the um the A's, uh, A's actually they've moved into second place. So they are uh, ahead of uh, the ahead of the A- Astros. No, not the A's, the Angels. Er, the, <laughs> the A's, not the A's. The A's. <laughs> the, the A's are the second the worst A's team are 40, in baseball. Forty games under five hundred. Um, no, they're uh, forty-four and thirty-seven. So oh. seven games above yeah. five hundred. That's that's far better than I swear. Every time I see a highlight, they're losing by double digits. Yeah. <laughs> It, I mean, that just kind of happens when continually best player does continually best player things. Right? Yeah, I'd be curious to see what their run differential is. Uh, I know in like the NL Central, uh, I don't think there, I don't think there's anybody with a positive run differential in in the Central. NL Central. I think yeah. it was the, I the think, Twins are plus twenty seven. The Angels are and, plus forty four. Uh, plus forty four. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm really good. Uh, yeah. I think the, the Cubs were the only ones that okay. had the Which, no, positive. They're in third place. No, it's the Twins in the Central. Bro. The oh, NL, bro. Oh, sorry. The NL, the NL so yeah. in the NL Central, 100%. the Cubs is in third place, the and they're plus 28. <laughs> what are the Pirates? Down bad. <laughs> minus 39. Yeah, down real bad. They, they were minus whenever they were in first place. Yeah. They were not in April. <laughs> week one? <laughs> yeah, they outscored the Reds no, week one. April 30th. Dude. All right, so April this is, 30th, they were such a good team. This is wild. So the NL West, their run differentials. Diamondbacks plus 40. Giants plus 48. Dodgers plus 52. Padres plus 26. Rockies minus 128. Yeah, the Rockies the, are the bad. The Padres are plus 26, and they're like... Eight games under 500. 37 and 42. Tough fucking division, man. Listen, that's the toughest division in baseball, for sure. But you don't even play people. When they win, they put up 12 runs. They have fucking bats like no... no They also just lost to the Pirates. That's, you know, a clear indicator that (laughs) you're not going to come out of your division. All this means to me is runs are kind of like ICM, you know? At some point, runs have less value. Uh, no. Well, yes. No, that's the whole premise behind Moneyball. Is mm-hmm. that uh, you measure a person's talent by the How amount of runs, runs or wins that they can generate? Yeah. 
So the more runs that you can just score, the more likely it is you win. Yeah, I mean, you're right in the sense that winning is just winning. Yeah. So winning by one run or 10 doesn't really have much of a, a, a meaning to it. But over the aggregate, obviously, yeah. the more runs you score, so, the, the better record right. you're going to have. Like you have, you have war, which is... Uh, uh, wins above replacement, but then you have like uh, wins weighted, above replacement. Yeah, then you have like mean? weighted runs plus, which is like um, it determines how good of a batter you are. So like one hundred is um, is average. Kutch, his his weighted runs plus is one thirty one, which he, hasn't been that high since um, since two thousand fifteen. So he's he, we have two thousand fifteen Kutch on our team right Relax. now. Relax, we do. He, he's he, hitting well. He, no, he's his rated ones. His uh, rated weighted Wait, runs. I just said plus, he's hitting well. Right? Yeah. Wait, this means as, as, as good as he. I'm saying he's hitting as good as he was okay, hitting in sure. 2015. Sure. And better than he was when he was 24. Okay, but relax. He's not stealing bases. He's not fucking trolling center field any longer. Like you know, he's not. I'm just talking 27 years old. Hitting. Does, does yeah. that hitting. mean he's 1.3 times better than the average? Yeah. Like if he's 131. Uh, effectively, yeah. Average is 100. And average is just like decent player in MLB. Like, well, how do you consider average? You know, like, what are these? Well, it's not subjective. Average is, like, across the aggregate, this is the, the mean. Yeah, this is, like, how you produce, what you produce. Like, these are mid players, and he's just right. above mid. Yeah, he's slightly right. above mid. Yeah. Who, what's the highest? No, he's floor? a lot above mid. 131 is like, what's Trout? pretty high. Uh, Trout? <sighs> like, if you were Advanced to guess. sabermetrics with yeah. the tortoise. Yeah. Right. I kind of right. like this segment. We talk let's, about baseball stats with the yeah. tortoise. We'll figure it out. <laughs> let me let me entrust in my handy little Google over here. I like entrusting in the machine. All right. Well, Brian's out there trying to figure out uh, what the best player in baseball is capable of compared to, in his mind, the second best player in baseball, <laughs> in Andrew McCutcheon. <laughs> I want to give nice. a huge shout out to our sponsor this month, WPT Global. They are currently doing a <laughs> king of cash free roll uh giveaway so for anybody who is uh playing cash games on there for every hundred hands you play you'll receive a raffle ticket for over 25k in weekly cash and prizes every player who owns two tickets uh will get access to the king of cash weekly free roll there's never been a better time to grind cash on wpt global use promo code berkey when you sign up today uh you can click the link in the description below or hit wpt uh, sorry, hashtag WPT Global in the chat. It'll also give you the link. Be sure to take advantage of their sign-up bonus up to $1,200, 100% uh, bonus for you. So make sure you take advantage of that free money. We also have uh, a wind satellite coming up. This Friday, there's a 1,600. You're 20, in there. I'm in there. 20 seats guaranteed. That's a 300K guaranteed for the satellite. It's Not a just seats, they're packages, right? Packages, yes. Yeah. So you, if you win, you get a... $10,400 world championship. Which is the seat. $10 million guarantee. The, the one drop. Yes. Okay. Um, you oh, wait. Or am I mistaken? Is this, for, is this a package for December? I want to say it's probably to the one that's I, I up, up, upcoming. I no. think it's for the $10 no. million. You oh. think it's for December? Wait, is the WPT a one, part of the one drop? Yes. Okay, so maybe it might be. It's probably for this. I think this it's one. for this summer. I mean, my read would yeah. be it would be for the summer, right? You probably don't want to have a satellite for six months in Right, advance. that's fair. I'll get clarity on it. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll but get, I think it's for this summer. Yeah, we need to get it today. Because it does say the World Championship, and this is the one drop. So they're okay. two different names. Yeah, yeah. So um, the World Championship's probably the, the, the December one. Yes. It, I would, yeah. That's okay. what it was last year, right? It was yep. WPT World Championship in yep. December. Okay. So they're also giving away, um, well... Along with the packets comes a $3,500 in win casino chips 
and an eleven hundred dollar prime seat. Which I assume those casino chips are lammers or is it cash? It's probably just chips. Okay, yeah, yeah I think so. Cash, too. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically thirty five hundred dollars in uh in a cash bonus, uh the ten K package to what we think is gonna be the world championship in December. Mm -hmm. And then uh there was one other thing, sorry. No, the eleven hundred dollar prime seat. Right, in the, December. the prime seat, which is also in December. Okay, so that should actually confirm. Yeah. Uh this is all for December. So if you guys are planning on being out here this December for the WPT championship at the win, uh that satellite is a milestone satellite. It'll be running Friday, June thirtieth. Five PM. Uh, Five PM start time. Win uh what is it? Ten X starting stack and you're out. Right? Yep. That's it. 10x starting second. Uh, You're out of there. I fucking love these. I haven't things. played That's one amazing. of these yet, but they seem so great. Dude, yeah. I played one in um uh PCA, PCA yeah, yeah. When I won the 10k seat. And like it was just it's just fun. Yeah. It's you're trying to win chips as opposed to sitting. Nice there. to just play chip EV and get in, get out. <clears throat> I kinda chip EV, right? Because at some point chips lost is still not as worth chips gained. Oh uh, my god. Like if you're blind away, right? You probably yeah. want to just open jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, had yeah. 99k and I thought I was not getting the seat. I had to get Brutal. to 100. I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to get there. Hold on, hold on. We have an updated report from our sideline reporter. What is Mike Trout's uh, <laughs> weighted runs, runs created plus yeah. a yeah, TSA, yeah. a Twitter service announcement? 133. Wow. Him and Kutch, basically the same player. Same player. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Trout, Andrew McCutcheon, same player. Yeah. Put him in the hall. Let's fucking I go. I think Kutch is, is so high because he just walks at an incredible rate. Yeah, and I mean he's I mean he's he's like getting on base as a byproduct counts. For yeah, his work. OBS is like like eight fifty, which is pretty good. His his on on base percentage is right under four hundred, which means like four out of every time every, every yeah, ten 40 times. Yeah, percent of the base. time he he comes up, he gets on base. That's strong. Yeah, that's that is very strong. I, Considering you're supposed to fail like a th at least like a third. I think of the he has time. like the third most walks. In yeah, the I was gonna say you have to have a lot of walks for that because he's not yeah. hitting three something. No, he's hit, he's betting like two two eighty two yeah, seventy five. So, so he's getting like good. what yeah. one point two walks per ten. Is Probably. he still leading off or is he hitting? Uh, he moves. I know they change from, a lot. He moves from like first, second, and third. You should yeah. get him on the podcast. Yeah. He was betting. <laughs> he was he's betting second a lot because Reynolds is hurt. Yeah, we'll work on getting Andrew McCutcheon on the podcast. Everybody, mm -hmm. he'll come on. Good lead-off <laughs> lead numbers, though, for sure. He'll come on. <laughs> He'll come on. Um, the final table of the Millionaire Maker is solidified. And I have to tell you, I wasn't even going to mention this because we can just talk about it after it wraps tomorrow. But uh, one of my favorite characters who I've gotten to play with a few times over the years, Andreas. Andreas? Yes! yes! I love him. Andreas Rio. Rio. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna Knip. I was gonna go with Knip, but I, I feel his like last name pink, is Pink Hat Guy. It's just yeah. Neep. Yeah, I think it's Neep too. It's I, I think the K is for sure. Yeah. Silent. It's that just Neep, right? Yeah. But Knip is a nice nickname. Yeah. That is amazing. That's a great outfit. Uh, this, this is this is the drip that he comes with every single day. I think it's like him and, and Sweet Lou that are, you know, competing for uh, for drip of the summer. Does this, does this rival the Canadian tuxedo? You think? It's up there. You know, I mean, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of uh, BDE to pull off Sweet Lou's Canadian tuxedo What's with a Canadian no shirt, tuxedo? a jean jacket and jeans, uh, all denim. You know, if you will, all denim, all denim decked yeah. out head to toe. You but white, he, you white people find some weird names for shit. Well, it's Canadian. <laughs> My God, he rocked it though without the T-shirt underneath, which is especially strong. Honestly, the only thing that would have made it stronger is if it were a sleeveless Canadian tuxedo. Mm. It, that would have been, or was it? 
I think it was. It was. Was it? I'm pretty yeah. sure it was, man. Wow. That is so he, fucking strong. It definitely he was sleeveless. He that, that's so strong, man. That's like Mr. T shit. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mr. T did it. Gold chain. Yeah. Yeah. I pity the fool. Uh, that, that's strong. Happy for Andreas, though. We'll get a little bit more into uh, his journey as well as uh, the other six final tableists tomorrow. All once from different countries. Up. Really? Yeah. Anyone from the United States? One person from the United States. Uh, I think his name is. Let's go, baby. Um, oh. Uh, uh, Paul. Mo Ali. His last name is Mo Ali. Paul Gunaguanis. Gunaguanis. He plays not, mixed games. From the uh, United States? Yes. No. <laughs> what? Oh, this is unbelievable. How does this happen yeah. every day? It's Miles, Miles, Mo, Miles Moali is the, the only the American. Tortoise and, you're and you're the telling me that there's not a guy is. named Paul at the final table of the Millie Maker. I'm telling you that the there's United only States. one American and so I named wrong. him. You're wrong. Oh, I, yes. I said there's one American. No, his, name, his name is Paul Gunnis. Yes, and he's American. And we, did, did he bust? No. no. The He's other, still ready. He has 24 million in chips. The other American Dusties. is Miles Mullally. So there are two. There are two. Pavel mm. Plesov, chip leader. Mm. Well, we we chalk one up for Connie. Always, oh. always. Oh. It's just a matter if we can, you know, say it on the air. You're right. Happen. You're right. I know no, I was right. wrong. Well, yeah. to be fair, you were good looking. You were both right. I'm not attractive. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> you take that back, sir. No negative self-talk. <laughs> to be fair, you were both right. There's just two Americans at the final yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we hate to see we hate to know, see everybody being right. We hate to see the tortua, <laughs> the tortua and the and the sidekick that was bit so die. Looking good, that was so good. He's there. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All we had to do is go to poker news and go to Man, chip counts. I know. I did. It. It's so yeah, easy. Could be wrong. Yeah, but then we would miss that riveting debate between Conrad and Tortilla. There <laughs> was no debate. I was right. I mean, we could have just not gone to Poker News, let him keep fighting it out, and perhaps lose the intro bit. Shout out to Paul uh, Gunness. Sorry, sorry, Paul, for, uh, He'll come for on. sliding He'll you there. He wears a great bucket hat. You can't forget him. It's true. He does. Oh, it's bucket, bro. Conrad does also know literally everybody who plays He really tournament. does. It's amazing. He's a man of the people. I mean, he's out well, in the streets. When you play, like, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 tournament live tournaments a year right. in a month <laughs> like, like conrad does you get to know everybody yeah he's like oh yeah i found a table that with this guy oh yeah i play with this guy all the time he's our mincy he's he's the guy in the, the man in the streets yeah mm -hmm. he's, he's out there you know pulling the people he wants to get a little bit of feedback you know know what's going on in the streets yeah landon got a got a little shout out on the uh on the, oh, I saw that. Yeah, on yeah. the wow. broadcast. Any shout, out, shout out's a little love, bit of a, a, a nice way of putting it. <laughs> time out, time out. If he would have pulled the trigger, it would have fucking worked. For real? Yeah. yeah, it would have worked. It would have worked. worked. He had jacks. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. ace eight, three bet, the four bet. Yeah. When he came in with the ace five, jacks would have hit the muck. Mm, it wasn't even true. ace five, it was ace eight. Yeah, it was no, ace eight. No, 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 no. Jacks open, ace eight, three bet by nip. And then Ace Five got hit, found the muck. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Even Landon wouldn't have ripped Ace it's, Five. It's there. funny that anytime it Ace Five I suited, <laughs> it. Oh, stop, bro. Yeah, anytime you see Ace Five suited, two big lines, four point four big lines, seven big lines. I got aces, bro. <laughs> what are you gonna do with aces? You gonna jam? No, but like, all right then. Come on, right, you it, come on. <laughs> quit, quit selling the lie. You come on, liar. Quit selling the lie. Didn't you bust the main last year with Ace Five suited? <sighs> no. Deuces. No, I busted the main. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I had ace king. It was actually really scam. I, I, I played a five bit pot mm, where I, j right. I jammed or either jammed or called yeah. off. Mm -hmm. I called off 150 bigs with ace king. The guy jacks, which was in insanity, mm -hmm. and he won I the flip. Try finding a call on day one. <sighs> <laughs> Here's 
the that thing, was man. Good. <laughs> not wrong. Here's the thing, man. Not wrong. People always have these whole, oh, you'll find better spots. But like, if you never take a spot, you're never going to win. So wait, you four bet and he five bet Jam Jacks? Yeah. I think your play is fine if he's gonna five bet Jacks. Dude, mm -hmm. I would mostly fold pre, but this was not a guy you fold pre against. No, nah, he five bet Rib Jacks. Yeah, he could have Ace Queen. I, I, yeah. Suited. Well, he would have won with the there was a Queen on the flop. I, I would suggest to have Queens there though. Yeah. In the future. Yeah, thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, buddy. Was it Just a suggestion? Suit? It was Ace King off. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> this has been tournament advice with Brian Lamano. It's a drawing hand, bro. This is how you get to day two of the main oh, every man. year. I love to. It's I love, to to, be I bad, love triggering, triggering Landon by just really giving him like down bad takes on really, like how to really, play hands. Really good to have just you like, back. Oh, that's just not a good hand. He's like, no, it's a really fucking good hand. I'm like, mm, no, it's mm. not. <laughs> Suited, I can see it. Suited, but like, yeah. I like to disagree. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like, if the Come king on. was an ace, then you're good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, you're gonna lose day one. Yeah. My main event runs so far have not been too great. You know, you only I'm, played one, right? I, no, 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 no. Uh, I think I played. I played twice. <laughs> oh, no, 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 Because no, I played no. twice, but one of them was the online main. Yeah. One of them was the online main. Right. So you just made it, you made it act like as if you've just played a dozen main events. No, in your I life. know. You well, I'm just thinking one, about it. One you live. Play, you main played event. three main one events. One real main event. I played or two. Did you play the fall one? I played. I yeah, played no, the fall. he missed one. He went back to Florida. And that was the WPT. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah no, right. you played the October one. I played the fall one. Yeah. Okay, uh, so last the, year. The fall one and last year, so you played two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they played the online one. Yeah. It doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the online. The first definitely. time I played the main, I bagged uh, less than a big blind because I bluffed it off last end of the night. With ace five. The no, online Queen one Jackson. doesn't count. I know, I know of at least one person who had four accounts in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> a good segue. <laughs> that is a good segue and I wasn't even trying to which is unfortunate because I need to plug my goddamn course so Brian maybe as you're preparing for the main event you can mm -hmm. go and check out the game plan so you can kind of understand how to frame your study in getting into the streets of whatever it is that you choose to get into can't wait this is uh, a course that I built based off of my preparation for Nick Airball big shout out to Kevin uh, rabbit chow man I almost said Rabinowitz. Uh, like, <laughs> those are two people smashed together. <laughs> so, yeah, do it with names too. K Rab, big shout out to him for the help uh, that he gave me. Uh, we included it in the course. I think we have a little bit of a preview for that right now. Sorry, multitasking. That's okay. It's not your fault. I was just trying to give Landon a chance to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. you, playing, you playing online? I recently undertook a heads up no limit hold'em challenge. Hey, Berkey, aka owner of a poker training website. In a discipline that I've actually never studied before. This guy named Nick Airball. Is oh this the most God. disgusting oh. site you've ever seen in your life? Wants to play you high stakes heads up. Let's fucking go. Very quickly, Kevin Rabichow and myself developed the broad strokes of a game plan. We played for six hours today and my man Airball took 10 breaks. It was abundantly clear that Nick came in with no game plan. He didn't really understand theory very well. I made a lot of plays that I wasn't super confident in. I'm going to go back and review with the team. It obviously simplifies your training significantly to not limp. I don't want you to become a good heads up player from watching this course. I want you to develop the mechanics necessary in order to construct strategies for the discipline that you most regularly play.
If you guys want to check out the game plan or any of the other courses that we have available, I think man, we have to have over 100 at this point. Uh, head over to solveforwide.io and be sure to sign up for free or sorry for the all in access pass. Uh, you will get a free two week trial. So you can watch this for free if you want to. Just mm -hmm. remember to cancel uh, before your two weeks is up. <laughs> don't forget. Don't forget. Actually, no, I'm saying go don't ahead. comma forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to keep the lights on in this place. Yeah, we do need to keep the lights on. All right, getting into the shits for today. Uh, what we got? What we got? We got a lot going on. So Doug put out his video, uh, his take on the Ali confession. Breaking slash, what, what are we calling this? Is this a confession? Was this a, a this plea is my for confession. sympathy? <laughs> More, baby. Let's go. Oh, I'm not sure. All right, bro, Let's singing. Over there. Let's get it. <laughs> that brain feels kicking in, baby. Let's go. It's actually not that bad. It's good. I I I like the product. I think the taste is a bit bitter. Yeah, it is. If I'm being honest, I, had I get to be honest because they're not sponsoring us yet. Mm, yeah. So, Whenever they do, I think it's the best fucking well, thing. In the world. <laughs> I had the fruit punch, and I gotta tell you, it was delicious. I enjoy. Okay. I enjoy. Like, I feel like it gives me like I don't know a little kick. Well, well yeah, it's 300 milligrams caffeine. We're mm -hmm. on these fucking streets. Oh, baby. that's why yeah. I'm so chatted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today, I think we found the recipe to a good podcast. <laughs> it's just one little. Just load everybody up with some caffeine right yeah. before. Uh, yeah. So, so what are we calling? this this video by ali is this like the a, ali not doug's video ali's thing ali's is it a confession is it a plea for sympathy like what where do we think the angle I of think this was this going? is an apology video somebody said a <laughs> no fucking way somebody said a plea to be absolved okay yeah. i i think that that's a pretty i think that's close i i, I think you're right the it's vein a loose of, apology right. it's not uh, right i think it's one of those ones where you hear it as the person who like uh, you know, he didn't take any money from me, but like those that he took money from, I think you hear it and you just think to yourself, like, this is a non-apology. It's a, it's like a PR, right? Like a, like a public relations well, kind of. I mean, kinda, if, if it is, it's a pretty bad He needs a new take. PR yeah. agent. Yeah. That guy's does, fired. But like, I mean, shout out to the Noble Three, Nikki P, Ike, and D. Peters. <laughs> everyone everyone the else. Three horsemen are keeping it clean, yeah. you know? <laughs> you got Wait, Palma? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Palma was in the fucking 25K streets. Yeah, there he is. Just ripping them off day after day. Oh, man. Um, I think it's a, it was in the vein of an apology video in the sense of him saying, yes, I did these things. Yes, I did them again. And... I, this, I'm doing it again. It's crazy. just a meme. <laughs> but like, he was trying to take accountability while also shirking accountability. Right. It's it's like, other people don't have their house in order. It's literally 90 <laughs> seconds of him saying like, I cheated, and then a bunch of stuff, and then I cheated again. <laughs> but like, you know, maybe we should take a look yeah. under the hood of everybody's, you know, past dealings and things I mean, of that nature. There is some sort of truth <laughs> in the regard of like other people may or may not, who knows, right? Of what is and is not true publicly and like what's been said. But this stuff now coming out from like the horse's mouth, like how do you not use this as like a confess it is a confession. It's like a confessional apology. It's like a it's, you know what's, have you ever seen weird. Survivor? You yeah. know what Survivor like they have those edits and people talk about stuff? Yeah. yeah. This is that. Yeah. yeah. Did he uh did he literally like just Film it and then just click upload. Did you not like have anybody like look at no, it? Like, what do I, you think? I've been I've been here before. Like <laughs> I, I've been in this in this situation before where like you think that you got it, you think you nailed it. Like you write a tweet that you think this is just a banger, it's or gonna hit, or you film you film something that uh, you know you're about to upload to IG stories or something like that. You're like, man, this this is the fucking one, and then you put it out. And the immediate response is just like purely, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> look, yeah. look. Needed a second set of eyes on this right. one. Somebody well, you would think that of, of like, I mean, if he's going to put out this fucking 
confession, whatever you want to call it. Like you would think you would have a few people look at it, right? Maybe it's not yeah, a tweet or an know. IG story. As somebody is, who's put out a bunch of tweets, and you're that, trying to save your name that have hit and have not hit. Sometimes you really think something's going to be a banger and like in your vision, and then you get not only no traction, but the opposite of what you but thought was going to happen. But did you spend two years curating it? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't spend three years doing this, no. Right, so that, that's the thing. I mean, the accusations came out in 2021. Yeah. We're, we're now here, 2023. Got a long think about it. That's a long thing. Or maybe it was 2022 that Fox dropped the, the ball. Yeah, because it, it, yeah, it, was, it was last year. So <laughs> basically like you know, somewhere around 15 months of silence i mean that's a long time to curate mm -hmm. uh an apology plea for readmittance type of of message yeah there's no real winning for him here no bro missed but like not even from the video but just in general like we were thinking about like how do you even try to combat that well i think i think the thing is that you have to just lean into the fact that you've been ostracized from the community and not not come at it from a selfish angle of I need to find a way to get back in so I can make revenue again. Right. Right. Cause that to me is what this read as. I want to play tournaments, make money again. Right. If you just accept that your career is over, then you could come public with a true sincere apology and say like, so he should have did what Bonner did. Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't really remember 2008 or yeah. seven when Bonomo got caught. What did he do? What did he say? Well, Bonham actually self-reported himself, didn't he? he? Apparently wrote in a blog about him multi-accounting. Okay. And that's how this all blew up. Okay. Uh, I, was, I was scouring the internet before the show to try to find a lot of details. Most of it was in a Bluff Magazine article that got deleted when the site went down uh, or whenever the, the magazine collapsed or whatever. But uh, the, the few details that I do recall from the Bonomo thing was basically he took advantage, at least the way that I understand it, of party poker used to have multiple skins, Empire Poker being one of them, and the tournaments would uh, collectively be the same pool. You could, similar to how ACR is now on black chip, you could theoretically enter the tournament uh, through the different skins. So you could have your one account on party, your one account on Empire, and be running them in the same event. For what it's right. worth, you can't do that in ACR. Uh, okay, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know, I'm just saying. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... Yeah. You're saying back in the day, this is yeah. what you could do. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. sorry, I'm just implying that they can't do that on ACR today. Yeah. Right. It won't let you open up two different clients in the same name. You're, you're saying on the... ACR. Like, period, or just on the same machine? On the same machine. Yeah. Uh, is it period? It's it might be period. It might be period. It should be period. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm sure it's possible to go on like True Poker and Black Chip Poker from the same IP address and play ACR. Like you could still, you can effectively still multi account for sure. Okay, I don't. Okay. I don't know that that's know that. true. I think it's worth testing because the thing is, is that you're signing up under the same name. Use like name. it's Matt Berkey on on all of the accounts, so there should be some sort of check and balance. In what sense? What if your emails are different for True and? Black chip. Yeah, it it's not just about it's emails. It's all linked. It's all linked. It's by your social security number or something like that. Well, I don't think you I give assume. your social. You might, you might not. <laughs> you definitely don't give your social. <laughs> you don't give your social security number to ACR. I mean, Bavada takes it. <laughs> yeah, for uh, and they do. You have to oh, send so them a swab you're, of you're your DNA. You're you're being a dick, but you realize <laughs> that the other black site does it too, right? Yeah, for account Dumbass. ID identification. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, uh, I, I do think it's worth <laughs> stress testing. I'm doing obviously. it right now. He's on the case. <laughs> this is what we got him here for, man. He's here, he's here to stress test. But anyway, uh, 
from what I understand, he was he was taking advantage of that. Um, <clears throat> how it came to be that he got caught, I'm not sure. You know, Conrad saying basically it came out on a blog, and he effectively self-reported. So, uh, yeah, he said he didn't think it was that, or what he was doing was like. Why does nobody that ever think bad, what they apparently. do is that bad? Well, uh, and, that he, and if he knew that it was that bad, he would have never self-reported on himself. Obviously, that's what I, he said. Here's here's the thing. So him and JJ Prodigy were the two major names that came down uh, <laughs> around that time frame with uh, multi-accounting accusations. And this, or that kid or was like thirteen, right? They were both young. Justin was like seventeen, and JJ Prodigy is like this random black, like specimen in the in the in the ether of poker, where like he just showed up, won a bunch of money, and then left. No, no, JJ Prodigy he still played, plays. No, not anymore. But he played live for years. Uh, once he became of age, he he, he, he started he, as like a teenager. Yeah, most guys. Sean Winters said he started sure, playing sure, when sure. He was and then like won a bunch. Yeah, online. He, was a, he was a prodigy. The JJ Prodigy got it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he, he played maybe as recently as like 2014, 2013, may, maybe even more recent than that. Uh, I don't recall. That's kind of just like an online legend. Uh, I yeah. I remember I found out about Bonomo from watching a WSOP on, on ESPN, Lon and um, Norman. <laughs> Norm. Yeah, somebody had mentioned something, and that's how I found out. Hmm. Yeah, I Man. saw that whenever I was, um, <clears throat> when I was. Uh, searching through through everything that was one of the things that came up they were it was like a long two plus two thread of like whether or not justin could uh like sue them for libel or, or whatever um i mean but yeah i mean like this this is a part of of you know pre-black friday history in the game right uh, That's what it, I was, going it was that. certainly yeah, yeah. something that happened uh i'm a little bit unclear of the details because i couldn't find anything in research and back then i was a fucking micro stakes players so like that type of news didn't hit me as hard as it would now yeah it doesn't really <clears throat> hit the same but amac kind of amac tweeted and made a really good point that i think is worth uh acknowledging in that the landscape was very different back then there was almost no high stakes mtts if if any at all <clears throat> there's like 215s right yeah maybe at most i think just like on sundays um and also there was a 1k on tuesdays remember no that was way later that was full tilt oh yeah this is party poker days this is like 05. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> like pre-UGIA. Yeah, but wasn't, didn't they have the $1,000 full tilt in like 2006, 2007? Uh, it, was, it was after, mm. after UGIA. So, yeah, yeah maybe 27, <laughs> yeah. 2007, yeah. something like that. This, uh, I mean, yeah. it's, not, I, I it's not long before, but right. like, you know, a couple years during that time, time frame was, was, was a, a lot, lot of time. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, you couldn't right. get a million dollars in buy-ins in a year, probably. Uh, no oh. oh no a million no way mm, no well depending on how many accounts you have i guess <laughs> well, yeah, there was no re-entry there was only two i mean there were a lot of sites but stars and party were the only two major sites like the only ones attraction tournaments weren't even that big yet just cash uh, well cash wasn't even that big i mean online poker was like so new i can still remember when party poker's biggest game was two four no limit and it was mm -hmm. mostly limit games. Wow, this is really taking you back, huh? If you uh, put in a few thousand dollars of buy-ins on a Sunday, it was like a big Sunday. That, that was even... like few thousand that was in, being like 2,000. But he's, he's mm -hmm. referring to like post-UGEIA whenever... full Because we weren't grinding Sundays before that. Man. What do you mean? Like we weren't grinding Sundays when it was just stars and party in like 2003, 2004, 2005. No. This is yeah, pre-Moneymaker right. winning grinding. Probably yeah, we would take shots at the Empire 500 rebuy mm. like Wait. once a month. JJ mm. Prodigy is Joss Fields? 
Uh, is it? If he is, he has four cashes at the, uh, four. He's cast four times at this year's WSOP. I, for some reason, I don't think that's his real name. Um, oh no, you're right. It is Josh Fields. Yeah, I, I think I was mistaking him with somebody else. Oh, so he's. Uh, but in any event, yeah, he is still playing. So he's back. Well, he never left. He never left. Um, and it's the first thing that comes up is JJ Prodigy banned again for multi accounting. <laughs> 2007. Yeah, he was very notorious for it. He he uh, he was like the most aggressive of the the guys back then doing that. Um, but it, we're we're so far off track. We're so far off track here. Of course. The the whole reason that uh, I think this is even being brought up is that um, I, I thought Amax point was very valid in the sense that. High stakes MTT community didn't really exist back then. And the small collection of people who were putting in pretty high volume to the degree that they could thought that this was okay. Mm. Not morally okay, or maybe ethically okay, but just like this happened. Uh, kind of like similar to the Ali approach of like everybody's doing it. Yeah. Right. So like none of us in the community could police it because none of us were aware of it and none of us were doing it. And none of us were a part of it so because we were just taking a shot here mm -hmm. and there at one tournament. You'd say the difference is literally scale. Scale is a massive, not, massive not that it's a bad, here. Yeah, not that it's a bad thing, but it's just scale. Yeah. This is just small, small, small versions of this. Yeah, everything that I was reading about Bonobo, it's like the articles would say like, you know, he was able to gain an unfair edge for tens of thousands of dollars, where it's like with Ali, we're talking seven, maybe eight figures. Uh, you know, we don't know to the, to the degree of the accuracy, but... Uh, two days ago, Tim Kramer, uh, longtime reg, tweeted out, I got an anonymous text with Ali's GG accounts today from a reliable source. Now, since then, this list has been kind of combed through, and it sounds as though about a third of it is not actually Ali's accounts. But I think there's 14 names on this list. Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16 names on this list. And I think five are confirmed to not be Ali. But that means 11 are still potentially Ali unconfirmed 24 hours later that's, say that again I said it's uh, sure some people might not have Twitter or whatever right? I'm just saying but oh 14 of those names are unconfirmed uh, or whatever 11 of those names oh, are unconfirmed almost two days later, later. Oh, yeah. almost two days later so like it's it's nearing the 40 hour mark I mean even if they don't have Twitter everybody else does oh and then there's a follow-up list of another 10 names so 24 total or sorry 26 total accounts of which roughly five Ish. And he never said how many accounts he was using when no. he was multi-accounting. No. Um, and then we have a graph. Uh, and granted, this is based off the idea that this entire list is his name, which it's not. Some of them were really elite players like Elio Fox. Yeah. Uh, Trash Dog. Who else was? Nikki P was one of them. Petrangelo was yeah. one of them. Right. Um, so, you know, take, take the graph for what it's worth, like with a grain of salt. But like, it's well into the millions, right? Um. I mean, I can't exactly see it from yeah. here. But I mean, 1.5. It's never going to be like completely perfect, yeah. right? But if you no, see No, obviously here, it's off because it just starts to straight line at yeah. some point. So there's some missing data. Or missing mm -hmm. data or like tournaments just stop running. Right? Yeah, that ends. too. Uh, right. So the 25K streak. But when you saw just, it, like the total ROI of the entire group is 2.8% and you still profited 450K. Yeah. <laughs> and, some of them aren't of even, and some of them aren't even his. That's the big thing that, that is so critical about why what he did is so egregious to the community is because the buy-in level is so high that you don't need to be winning uh, a ton of, of ROI, right? Um, and we also know that like not all those accounts are his. So if you filter out... Uh, some of the losses, potentially. Some of the losses, potentially, right. 
uh, the ROI very likely climbs. Mm-hmm. We've already mentioned this. I don't want to beat a, a dead horse, but like obviously the most egregious thing about this multi-accounting is the fact that it's small fields and he very likely has si- the same accounts at the same tables. Probably like maybe like three or four. Well, at the not, three yeah. at the same table. I think we're overlooking something here. Go on. These names are really well made. Like uh, Golden Snitch, call the police. <laughs> yeah. The answer. Right. The professional. Come right. on, man. Like this is this is fucking A plus material here. Uh, one Multi of the, account. Yeah, yeah. 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 Multi account. That was strong. strong. Pretty yeah. puff. Come on, dude. So like, strong. Robin Hood gang. <laughs> like this is this is amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, again, we're speculating which of these are even his to begin with, but uh, there are two things that we Bill Gates we didn't mention. <laughs> Uh, on the last pod, or one thing that we didn't mention and one thing that we did. The thing that we did mention is the amount of card sharing that would be taking place here would be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Especially I, once you got like close tables. to the bubble. Yeah. yeah. Or, or how about like just dumping chips to your shorter stack, right? That's so, the like, other thing. Because now yeah. if, you have a, if you're chip, chip leading and those a little bit of chips that you, that you take off your stack are not worth a lot, but when you put them in your a short stack, other account yeah, they're worth tons there's ways to make right. it not look bad yeah. either or how about like, when somebody opens and then you go three bet four bet <laughs> like, well yeah that's the yeah, point is you can just stealing, rfi find a jam from a short right. stack and auto fold right just yeah. give yourself more of a potential there, there's right. a lot of ways Cash, that you can manipulate the icm so much. let's say you have five tables let's say you have five accounts at nft <clears throat> Oh, it's insane the, you're the just other, gonna win you're just gonna always the win. other people are just drawing yeah. stone dead, dead to variance right Right, like they're they're never going to finish anywhere close to their ICM expectation. Right. You have you know two ace blocks are gone. Yeah. It goes open three bad. You click. Think how easy is the red line? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like the the way that he would be able to up his ROI through multiple accounts like this is just endless. It, it gets higher every account you add. Correct. Uh, and I think that's counterintuitive because people you know might look at this and say like, oh, well there were only twenty four entrants and maybe he had fourteen of them. <laughs> he's contributing to the majority of the prize pool. It's like yeah, but he's winning like. The whole price pool. (laughs) And he has to re-enter like far less due to the edges that he's able to garner. Right. So like a lot of the, like if it's a 24 person event and there's 40 re-entries, maybe he only contributes to, he might contribute to like uh, 40% of the prize pool from the initial entry, but maybe only like 10% of the re-entry prize pool. Right. Which now means that he's just reaping the rewards of all of this additional money where these guys aren't going to be able to to claw any real EV back. Yeah. The other thing that we failed to mention is he very quickly like kind of scoffed at the notion that he had an RTA uh, in the traditional sense, the way we think about it with the Fedor Cruz type of setup of a cold machine that's scraping data off the screen and allowing you to like have perfect results. I was saying it's a different game at ICM 50, ICM 25. Right. That is, is completely moving the goalposts though. Because two things are likely to be true. Number one, he admitted to using monkey monker charts. And we understand that there are currently pre-flop ranges for different stages of ICM. And you can get them very quickly on uh, GTO Wizard. If that's true now, 18 months ago, for sure, this was private. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure, people had the technology to have this privately. Things don't just change overnight and suddenly enter into the public realm. Yeah. Right? Number two, he completely skirted the fact that he was playing 501k, 100k minimum buy-in against like Bill Perkins and a bunch of others on GG for a long period of time over uh, over the course of COVID. It was head, heads up? No, uh, it was no, like no, no it was full ring. It was yeah. six max. Or six could, he, max. could he have had multiple accounts in that ring? In that, Maybe. In that, I mean, as well? yeah, probably, but... Uh, I mean, is it possible to potentially? Did he probably not? Probably just not. Just because there's other people in the game to too, difficult yeah. to sit. Also, but him and like, Jake were staples in that game. Yeah. 
and running chippy VRTA there is going to be worth infinite. I remember Kaki T yeah. used to like rail these games on his Twitch stream. Yeah. And he would just like watch it. Yeah. yeah. Like it's all, it's all open. Yeah. So him like dismissing the notion that uh, a, having chippy VRTA would never have been beneficial to him is insane. Yeah. Like, I don't know what his accounts want in that game because a, um, I, I, I don't, I don't know if there's a tracking site for, for cash games on GG. This stat name, but it's never perfect. Right. And then B, we don't know if he was ever in there as like one of the whales, mm -hmm. right? Just some random account that's supposed to be the fish yeah. where it's actually like, you know, him on his anonymous. He did get a quilt of him winning that hand where he won like 1.x million. I forgot about that. He does have a quilt. <laughs> that was the biggest pot at that time. In GG history, right? Shout out to the quilt. Right. Uh, <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah, so he clearly was, like, very likely to have been profitable in that massive nosebleed cash game as yeah. well. And I think that, like, genuinely saying that I lost, I got confiscated 320K, that counts as my penalty, is kind of a spit in the face. Well, yeah. again, so we, we, we tangented way off of this because we ended up getting into Bonomo for a second, but... The original question posed was, what could he have done to make this PR better, to be a better spin? Yeah. And the answer is lean into the fact that you're ostracized from the community. You have no path to redemption as far as making money in this community goes. So just come fully clean. Like, just come fully clean, in my opinion. I think that if you come forward with the methodology that you used, the amount of money that you won, uh, the, the way... like it, if you, I mean, obviously you have to do it in a way that's very genuine and honest and not looking to gain anything in return. Otherwise, it just comes off as arrogance. But I think that like coming fully clean and trying to help clean up the cheating that's taking place would be the only path to redemption, in my opinion. The problem is, is that I think if he did that, it would be so bad and so egregious Agreed. that there would be no path. I kind of agree with right? you. Right? Because it would be like, holy shit. Well, you do, it, like, you do yeah. it coupled with... So he ended the video by saying, like, a lot of the high-stakes names that are calling me a cheater are also cheaters. And he house right? ordered them. <laughs> yeah. So you couple, you couple your entire whatever with, uh, and these guys are currently doing the same thing through similar methodologies. It's not right? a good look. So you try, to be, you try to be the cheater that the casino hires to prevent further cheating. Mm -hmm. Right? That's, that's your path forward, your path to redemption, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, Doug kind of ended his video with a similar sort of extension to Ali, which I hope he takes him up on it. He offered to have him on the show. I think it would be great to see those two sit down and do an interview. Uh, he offered him a hundred K free roll. So this is actually pretty funny because they're playing uh, him at the lodge. No, no, th this is actually pretty funny because it seems so small and insignificant, but it actually is like a pretty major talking point in that uh, Doug found the, the games that Ali played against Brewer in chess, and he had like a 95.6 efficiency rating or something percent like that. Percent accuracy. Percent accuracy, which is three percentage points higher than the current world champion. <laughs> uh, He's so, the goat everywhere, baby. Yeah. So Doug offered yeah. him 
100k free roll to play 10 over the board games <laughs> <laughs> and score higher than 92% accuracy which uh, is just, so fucking good I just thought I just thought it was this I'll play $100,000 play 10 games of chess no 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 <laughs> just play me man it's just it's just so play. good because where does the night go <laughs> right it's so good because it just demonstrates like this pathological so desire to just cheat right so and that really is the timeline where it's like he did this egregious thing got caught got ostracized from the community in the process, and then on the back end of it, showed no remorse and did this egregious thing again just on a different site. Yeah. And it seems as though the, the, it's a rinse and repeat process where he probably got caught again, doesn't really have an easy path to, to make money any longer. So now it's like, okay, well, let me see if I can garner some sympathy because there are examples in the past, a la Justin Bonomo, where people who have been accused and found to be skirting the rules or breaking TOCs, TOS, whatever, um, have now been, you know, welcomed back into the community. I, Justin's made 60 million lives since then. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a, it's <laughs> that's a, a nice okay. path to redemption. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get it back into the good graces, but I don't think you do that by uh, showing your dog's birthday party. No, no yeah, it's, it's not quite as hard. Happy birthday to Barbie. <laughs> really going through some stress right now. Real tough times for Barbie out there. We, we, we feel for you kid. F in the chat. <laughs> um, I think that the, the second conversation that came off of this, and I think it's a decent debate for us to have, maybe on the surface uh we, we don't really need to dig through the details uh phil Gelfon put out a very very long post about why he thinks it's reasonable that justin has kind of been forgiven and given a path to redemption uh and you know basically highlighting that he is an upstanding member of the community now and kind of comparing um basically saying like justin and, and ali are not apples to apples uh a lot's changed in 18 years uh, and and that you know we can't go all the way back to then uh, and, and try to hold 17 year old Justin accountable for what current day Ali is doing and I thought that was a pretty reasonable take um, and I understand the nuance that Phil's trying to add to the discussion but I think first of all it's a lot of words so not <laughs> everyone's going to read it uh, and I think that's in and of itself problematic because wrong platform right if the message is powerful and everybody doesn't get through it it just comes off as a surface as you're a justin defender maybe better as a youtube video or something yeah probably um and then the second thing is that those who do just skim it the takeaway is just going to be uh this guy gets a pass because of back then these reasons that i'm gonna give which are debatable and underlying i like him uh, whereas this guy gets no pass yeah. because it's current, it's for a lot more money, and no one likes it. You're sort of using the that was then, this is now type of yeah, mentality. And, and to be fair, I think that that logic is somewhat reasonable because the landscape was very new. It was very wild, wild west. There was a lot of shady shit going on. Justin wasn't one of one. Uh, there are a lot of examples of JJ Prodigy being another one um, to a much, much lesser degree. We know Jonathan Little got fired as a full tilt red pro because he was running a 24 seven stable of other people playing under his name. Really? Running. Yeah. So they got a hundred percent rake back. 
And, you know, he's smart. The easiest way to scale things yeah. is to just always be in action. Yeah, yeah. All you gotta do is multi-account. But he can't, no, it wasn't multi-account. No, he just had other people on his account. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't play 24 seven. So instead he would put in his shift and then have <laughs> somebody in, else out. Yeah, have somebody else come in and put in a shift and, and then have did, somebody else come in and put in a did shift. Did he think security was gonna be like, yo, you're playing twenty four hours a day, he seven played, days he played, a week? He played something like seventeen hundred sit and goes in seven days. <laughs> it sounds like my normal schedule. I mean it sounds yeah. like yeah, it sounds like kind of yeah. It sounds like Well that's why they can't uh, investigate it, right? Like if you can play seventeen hundred tournaments live Right. Yeah. Online, you know. Um, hilarious. So yeah, like you know, there there were a lot of ways back then. Uh, I mean, things were very different in the sense that we were all incredibly young. There was no established uh, people, uh, established norm in this community. You know, it, it was it was a free for all <laughs> where it was brand new with no regulations whatsoever, and everybody was trying to capture money. Yeah, it's kind of like mm -hmm. phishing scams when the internet started. <laughs> yeah, to some degree, but I mean, there's a difference between knowing that you are creating something that is just sheerly a scam versus exploiting holes in the current system. Especially when you look at most people playing from a cooperative standpoint of I'm only gonna use one account and play poker that I think is good versus I'm gonna have multiple accounts and then... Well, to be fair, uh, and I think this speaks a little bit to Gelfon's point. Almost everybody had, and I'm, I'm being a little loose with the term almost everybody, but a lot of people had six family members signed up to party poker. <laughs> and it wasn't because they wanted to multi-account. It was because they... The bonuses and... There was bonus whoring. That was a mm -hmm. big... Uh, that was the logical reason to do it. You could do a lot of bonus whoring and reap the benefits of a ton of money that way. There were a lot of kids breaking TOCs with... Uh, or terms of service with... US. Uh, terms of conditions. Terms of, I, I don't know why people were so critical of that, but it's I always get yelled yeah. at for TOCs. That's um, the Tournament of Champions, buddy. <laughs> it's also terms of conditions. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but anyway, people break people breaking that because they're underage. So like uh, Brian Pacioli, for example, like used his dad's account, right? Like th th this isn't outing anybody. Like that was just the landscape back then. Uh, other people would have just like six or seven accounts because one ran bad. Yeah. Or or like <laughs> or their main or their main account got flagged. Uh, yeah. You know for you know deposit issues or or whatever like. He was the, wanting the, to find ways to play and not there were, cheat. There were ways to like roll party poker out of like 50 bucks or 100 bucks, something like that, where, uh, you know, you deposit from your bank, but you don't actually have the money in there because their payment processing back then wasn't as yeah. tight as it is now. Or you like refer a friend and then you make an account so you can play. Yeah, just infinite reasons like why people had, you know, half a dozen accounts or whatever. Uh, so a lot of this was so much more normalized back then because there were no industry standards and nobody was taking the time to think about who it's hurting. There's right? no real. In, there's no real industry. There was no industry. There's no industries. Right. Online poker. Here you go. Yeah. So the idea of figuring out the ways that you could exploit the current system in place wasn't that crazy, right? And uh, the reason why Bonomo is under such heat and scrutiny is because he was directly taking from his peers, which may not have been that obvious back then, right? I, I don't think it's that crazy to think that a 17-year-old kid who started playing a game and winning money at it doesn't consider the fact that the money he's winning is coming from somebody else. He just cares about winning money. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you kind of have a sole pursuit. And that's not a pass for Justin no, in any, any regard. Um, it's just kind of saying that like, now it's much more like the pyramid scheme. Like now when you choose to cheat, it's very much with the knowledge of 
who's losing when you do it, mm -hmm. uh, what the upside is, what the risk is, what the downside is, and, and everything in between, right? It's a very educated decision. Yeah, uh, like call it, players know where their EV is coming from now. So yeah. when people multi or play high stakes stuff, they realize their EV is being gained by having extra information right. and having other tools at their disposal. That's the other thing. The, the cheating is so much more sophisticated now, yeah. right? Like the- It's smart. Smart yeah, cheating. yeah. I, I mean, back then it was like we were still watching rounders and the notion of like signaling and capping cards, like the way Worm mm -hmm. did, and the and also it was kind of normalized in that movie too, right? That that's that's the culture we were all yeah. entering this game from, right. where it's like, uh, you know, they they go to the 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 frat house game mm -hmm. or whatever, and some people think that uh, Worm's uh, act his. Uh, Tactics are immoral, but they say, but it's, they say it's immoral to let a sucker keep his money. Right, like that's how they portray it. And that's the it. hero. That, right. That's Mike McDermott, the hero, the the, the the the, right. the I mean, beacon of morality mm -hmm. and ethics. Whenever it comes to this movie, like he's the one on the straight and narrow. I mean, normie, right. like normie uh, perception of poker is still a degenerate gambler for most part. You know, it's it's slowly normie, shifting. Yeah. Right, but like the normal, within the community, obviously correct, that's changed. Correct, correct, yeah. correct. But yeah. like that perception is still there. You know, like you tell right. someone you're a professional poker player, they think, oh, like I don't know, you can make a living doing all that gambling and stuff. Right. You know, I think with Bonomo's situation, it was like, okay, he knew he could gain a little bit of an edge by doing this, or he had some sort of edge. probably where, where right, probably yeah, we, like whereas <laughs> with Ali, it's a full blown scam. Like he's running a scam. Yeah. He's running a cheating at, at scam scale. at scale, massive yeah. scale. There, there are two, in my eyes, are two. Completely it's not like a, there's, you can, there's no ignorance to what's going on. If I didn't know I was winning this much money, agreed. I, right. did, I didn't really like Doug's uh, response to Galfons. Okay, so this is worth bringing up because I think uh, I, I think maybe we'll be a little bit divided on this. Um, Doug's response was Justin cheated people out of money. Ali cheated people out of money. Justin just wasn't for as much money and it was less egregious. It is still cheating and people still lost money because of it. Stop defending cheating because you like the person. I mean, he, we know he cheated, but he was also 17 years old and like in the wild, wild west of online poker. This is two different, completely different things, I think. I, I well, okay. So I, I have no opinion at this very second. I think this is worth debating. Okay. Um, the way that I view this is that Doug's take is a very... Letter of the law, black and white take. Okay, and yes. cheating is cheating. Yeah, and it's what you would see in the court of law, and the only difference would be uh, the, the degree of the sentencing. Yeah. yeah, the punishment, right? Like shoplifting versus grand larceny. Correct. Yeah, so the, the scale is just what dictates the punishment. Oh, yes, and we're, that is correct. But, agreed. And now when we start to scale that, like to the sliding scale, you realize that Bottomo was 17 when he did this. And like, he was punished appropriately. And in Wild Wild West. He was banned from all the majors. Exactly. And, you know, spent a, a period of time kind of in poker purgatory. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. You it's have like, been it's like comparing like... To the shadow yeah, realm. <laughs> like, like a teenager uh, still in a candy bar out of a, um, you know, convenience store versus Bernie Madoff. They both stole. I think right? that's a pretty fair analogy, yeah. and I think it's a way better one than Phil used with the sexist <laughs> grandpa from the 60s. Yeah. Uh, I love Phil, but sometimes you know, Sometimes, look, 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 swing some, miss, sometimes you miss, yeah. You, yeah. you miss, you know? It, it's okay. But, uh, right, so that, that's, that's one end of the spectrum, right? <laughs> the letter of the law, the black and white, uh, you know, let's just let the courts decide what the punishment is. And right now, Ali is going through a much more severe punishment. He's banned from all poker outside of the WSOP. For a severe crime. Correct. The other side is a very um, 
and this is this is kind of Phil's side, is a very gray take. It's a very uh, nuanced take of applying some level of empathy and I guess um, let's let's just say some level of uh, thought to comparing the two and understanding that they aren't necessarily one to one. Yeah. Like, we can understand why Ali did what he did in those games if he wanted to play. At the same time, it doesn't make it right. Right. You know, like he said, I started multiing. Who knows if there are other multis in the game? But he said, I started multiing because other people were multiing and I wanted to fight back and still play at this buy-in level. Mm-hmm. And he is the personified version of the imaginary phantom online accounts that we don't know. Correct. You know, because like, we don't know who else was or wasn't multiing. Yeah. But Ali has now said that he personally did these things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the way I see it is like um, I I don't I don't hate Doug's response either. I think both him and Phil are correct for what it's worth. So it's like they're they're on two totally opposite ends, and I don't even necessarily think that the answer lies in the middle. I actually think both are just very right, yeah, right? Like, and, and and I think we're seeing it play out that way. Uh, Phil's more representative of how will this be policed socially. And Doug's much more representative of how will this be policed uh, legally or, or, you know, within the realm of the operators, Mm -hmm. right? And I think both have a lot of weight. The fact that they're at odds with each other is just kind of a bit of personal issues and seeing the world very differently. Kind of missing the point. Well, they each just see the world through two totally different lenses. Doug is saying crime, punishment. Phil is saying let's understand why this is what it is. Yeah, because if you go eye for eye, then there is no nuance any longer, and now the punishments don't necessarily fit the crime. Say that right? again, Landon. What, what did you just say? Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> um, well, what I was going to say is it, it sounds like Ollie's getting... Why, why aren't we showing the same amount of kindness, if you will, towards Ali? Wait. Like, uh, when it comes to everything that he's I mean, done. I mean, in the, in the sense of, like, actions, crime, punishment, right? It's like saying, okay, somebody steals seven figures... Uh, from a community and then they say oh i'm sorry do you give them the same treatment as someone that said oh yeah like i multi this one two like these two fifteens one time see or whatever if you're asking me um i do kind of feel that way i feel like if you cheated you cheated uh, and if i had to pick sides here i'm i think i'm more on doug's side um they can both it, be true it, it, when yes in phil's in phil's sure. tweet there's a part where he talks about um justin maybe not being aware of this being egregious or this being cheating i disagree you gotta remember this kid was 17 i think justin no i get it i get it that he was 17 i feel like he definitely knew what he was doing was wrong and then as far as him being in like poker purgatory we're talking about somebody who knows how to multi-account we're talking about somebody who knows how to play five six seven accounts like are we really sure that he just said okay like i got caught I'm just not going to play on these sites anymore. Um, like, I'm not totally convinced that that's what happened. I'm going to push back because the reason why Justin got caught is because he's told on himself. He wrote it in a blog saying that he was multi-accounting, and that's the reason why he was outed for it. I, I will say that I think Guapo makes a lot of very valid points there that are important to flesh out. So I, I think that you correctly identify the weakest points of Phil's argument. And... uh you know, if we were to take Phil's post and trim it down by 66%, I would assume that that part just wouldn't make it. Because the, the, real, the real thing here is we're talking about something that happened 18 years ago and somebody who has a near flawless track record since, 
right? And sure, he was afforded the opportunity to have that nearly nearly flawless track record because live poker existed. And when he was ostracized from online, he was able to shift. But he also did his time, right? So we can't we can't just like step away and forget about the fact that he actually was punished. Ali's still in the midst of the punishment. Uh, okay. According to what, him, he thinks he's done. What was his punishment? Because I want to know what this was. He was, ban- he was banned from Party Stars and... Or, or just Party and Stars, I believe. Okay, and are you okay with my argument that it's possible that he, he just found a workaround? Anyway? Yeah, yeah, I do think that that's, that's very... Very valid. It's not that hard to like have someone else have an account and you yeah, just play. Absolutely. I couldn't and imagine that's, that's him not having a workaround. Well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the thing is, he didn't really need a workaround because there were dozens upon dozens of other sites back then. He also said, even when he knew it was wrong, that he did it again. No, you guys are talking about two different people. Yeah. You're talking <laughs> about the Bonomo stuff? He's talking about Bonomo. You're talking about Ali. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, that yeah. needs to be made clear. I thought we'd be passed on the Bonomo stuff now. No. No, I was asking how Justin was punished. And I'm asking, he's saying was Justin he actually was able, punished? Yeah. He's saying Justin got banned, mm. but he, right, he like, was still he not able to just, play. We don't know, right? We don't know. We don't, saying, we don't know. But what right. I'm saying is now, 18 years after the fact, it doesn't matter any longer, right? Because even if he wasn't justly punished back then he has shown pure redemption and has become an upstanding member of the community and is a staple of the high stakes community and you know leads with ethics and morals and there's plenty of his political beliefs that we all disagree with or some of us disagree with some of us align with it doesn't really matter none of that none of that speaks to the character of Justin Bonomo as uh, an upstanding member of this community, right? So we should extend this olive branch to Ali as well in time. Uh, maybe. Okay, why is that a maybe? I don't Be- understand. Because of the Different. scale of what happened. You're talking about the difference between uh, getting into a fist fight versus murdering somebody. We're talking about two different landscapes. Mm-hmm. Of, like the poker landscape was way different back then than it is today. That feels like a cop-out, dude. Like, I know, no. but it's, 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 it's the equivalent of the analogy that I made. It's a lot easier to uh, you know, have a path to redemption for someone who steals a candy bar than someone who steals billions of dollars from people, right? right. Like, so it's... it's, it's the magnitude yeah, is, the magnitude so, is way different, so much right. greater here. Yeah. And it's also mm-hmm. like your point of Justin probably knew he was doing something wrong is, mm-hmm. is valid. And yeah. I think that you're right. He also knew he was doing something wrong as a 17-year-old playing online poker, right? Sure. So, like, he, clearly, he's, he's, he's breaking terms of service at that point. Um, but the, the scale of how bad that is was very, very, very low back then, mm-hmm. right? What Ali is doing, though, is garnering an unfair edge that he knows is worth seven figures. That, the right. scale of that, the magnitude of that is... Uh, again, we're talking about, like, the difference between... You know, getting into a standoff in the wild, wild west of the 1800s versus murdering mm-hmm. someone in cold blood in 2023. Right. And On what Berkey of- said, sorry, what Berkey said was, was I don't know if there's a path to redemption. That that doesn't mean there, there isn't, isn't there isn't a path to redemption. Right. Right. So or who's to say that we have that answer? Right. right. On top Maybe of there that- is a path, and and time will tell, but. Like at the moment, we don't know. On top of that, we know that Ali had a stable, which might have, like, if there was. Scaled it further. Exactly. So if there was something going on, it might have been scaled further. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's a. It seems like there's a lot lot more here. Yeah. I I mean, I. Again, I think that it's way too soon for him to even seek a path of redemption. Right. 
Uh, and well, that's where we're having the discussion, right? Because he literally said, "I got my money confiscated, and I've been gone for three years, so now I want I want back in." And it hasn't been three years, and the amount of money confiscated is Not so enough. small in right. comparison to what so was small compared to what we assume he mm -hmm. wants was taken in EV, even if he wanted or not. Right. And if he tries to say otherwise, he's just lying. Right, right. It's like, you know, if we're able to even tally uh, the, the total buy-ins and winnings of just his account, mm -hmm. I'm sure that that's a fraction yeah. of his profits, right? And then he admits to multiing. So it's like, okay, well, show us the stats then for these other accounts. How many were there? Three, four, six, well, he, 12? He also has an issue, which I can like understand without other people... He said like he's not naming names or whatever, like have been caught for doing some things or maybe haven't been publicly caught for doing others. And it just seems like at that point, if you're going to take that stance, there should be some, if you have proof of it, right? Why would you not say, okay, like, look at what's happened here. These people are also indicted. Why? Like, he doesn't have to be this martyr of the cause. Does that make, does that make sense? You know? Yeah. Like he's saying, oh, other people did these things and they're free, but I'm open about it and I'm not free. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, look, if if he wants to be helpful, and he truly does have information, then he should just go public. There's literally no reason for him to imply that he knows that cheating is taking place, and like be covert about it, or 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 be like some sort of uh, look. I know that this is happening, uh, and you guys should really look into it. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the rat. Well, how do you know what to look into without having things? Just in this case, same thing as speculation. Right? Yeah, that that's the thing. It's like, look, there's a lot of details we're not talking about with regard to Ali, his stable. Uh, you know, the 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 guy that we know was managing the stable. There are a lot of names that we could throw out there. There's a lot of details that have been floating around for two years that we don't talk about because it's impossible to corroborate because no one who worked for him will come forward, right? And the, the actual details are all second or third handed. Right. And it's just irresponsible to be the person with a, with a platform, with a microphone to just come straight out and say, well, I heard. Yeah, I agree. You can't hear say people like that. that this guy was taking over at this stage of the tournament and yeah. this guy was taking over at final tables sure. and that they had this machine. You know what I mean? So you wait for people who are close enough to it where they have firsthand accounts. Yeah. And you wait for them to come forward. If Ali doesn't have any firsthand accounts, then what he said is nothing more than distraction tactics, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If he's just assuming that there are other people in the industry as cold-blooded and careless as he was, yeah. then it doesn't mean anything. It's a lot of hearsay. Yeah, and it's like, sure, maybe that is true. I'm sure that there's other people like Ali in this community that are willing to, you know, do whatever it takes yeah to make the most amount of money as possible, the smash and grab, right? We saw Lynn tweeting about it a year and a half ago where it was kind of just this apathetic approach of, well, oh I totally understand. Oh my God, understand. I remember that. Oh, I remember yeah. this. It's like, I, I don't fault anybody who wants to come into an industry, has no plans in staying and just doing 100% of whatever it takes to get all of the EV and then leave. And it's like, we saw this with Squid. Uh, yeah. John Ruane. Yeah, yeah. John, yeah. Ruin John Ruane. Ruane. Yeah. yeah. He was one of the most egregious cheaters online that we've seen in the better part of a decade, right? Yeah. Came in, got all of his money, and got out. And it's like, we can scrutinize and criticize this guy all we want, but he's never fucking coming back. Yeah. So what's the point? And there's no real, call it, time and justice system for it. There's no justice system because they were able to get the money out. This is what people don't understand about the, the inner workings of GG 
specifically back then more so than maybe now. But like when those major 25s were running off all the time and they they went from, you know, being a site that offered some high stakes to being the the global leader in online high stakes, for that time frame when that was going on, you have to understand that everybody was operating through crypto. Everybody was operating through a bunch of different agents. Yeah, it's kind of like dark web type stuff. Right? Yeah, so the the availability to get uh, a bunch of accounts, get them loaded, get the money off, and be gone. And the money just disappears it's into just, the ether. It's gone. Yeah. It's yeah. just gone. There's no right. recourse for the actual site I wanna, to make it right. I want to read this. Um, it's on. It's a comment on the um, Galfont. Shut the hell up. <laughs> On the, on the Galfon thread? Yep. Brokus says, well, it's a long back and forth, but then Brokus says, as for amends, I was among the many Justin cheated, and I've never seen a penny. I'm still not putting him in the same category as the other folks. He has redeemed himself about as well as can be expected, but I don't think it's quite accurate to say he's made amends. Justin responds, very different circumstances. I lost money doing it outright because it was a small sample size. All the money was taken out of my party poker accounts despite it legitimately... One in six uh, in SNG six figures. Um, the amount taken was far greater than even the total of my gross cash's multi accounting. He says poker stars handle it diff differently than party. Poker stars seized the sum total of my gross cash's, which was 5k. They returned it to the players in the MTTs I cast in, who finished behind me, moving them all up one spot. Man, this is so. It, it, it kind of is fucked up, though, when it comes to the way that recompense happens to those that, are get, that get caught cheating. What was that word? What? Recompense? Rec yeah, like what happens to you <laughs> after. Yeah, it's gotcha. like the consequence. Okay. Because if somebody cheats and the site catches them, the, the site takes the money, you know? And how do you accurately give that money back to the people cheated? Well, like what Stars did is the most accurate way, and that's been commonplace for poker stars for... As long as I can remember. Right, but it isn't Even when they took Jake's money for... <laughs> it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. Well, of course, see. it's like he cheats somebody out of somebody who didn't cash, right? Well, it's and far from... Landon's point is it's far from but, perfect because uh, just moving everybody up a spot isn't necessarily reflective of where they would have finished had right. Justin not been no, there. No, exactly. It but fucks like, up a lot because you're playing with ISM and Variance, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Sure. You don't but get cheated. Do? I don't have these answers, but it seems Probably like at the time, it's the best they could do. Yeah. Is it though? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Is it yeah. though? You, like, think they, right. you think they had a better model in 2006? No, right. it's not a better model, but just like it seems like a very quick thing to think is the answer when there could more thought could be put into it. Saying, oh, like, let's just move everybody up one seems like there's not a lot of thought going into so it. So, what would you like? What would I don't your, know. Your I haven't quick... thought about it. I wouldn't say something that I don't have the answer to. And this is much ado about nothing. Like, yeah. th this, this is uh, a debate that really has no weight. <laughs> Somebody cheated and the site made it better. Like they 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 gave some sort of retributions yeah. to those who were cheated. Yeah, like that doesn't happen in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody steals ten thousand dollars from you, you don't get it fucking back. Like you're yeah. just happy that they found a recourse. Honestly, they just the they just owe you for life and never fucking pay. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's like, no perfect system. No, and it's, it's kind of like it's far from that. And the fact that it sounds like you know, party sees all of his money in spite of it, some of it being won legitimately. I think that's fair. Yeah. Like, whatever, man. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you, don't, you you get caught cheating. You get caught cheating, you lose your money, and it goes to people that didn't get cheated. Yeah. Seems good. Yeah, like... <laughs> Seems like the very, like, step A, step B. Right, like, somebody gets, somebody gets jailed for tax evasion or for, like, some major corporate crime or whatever. It's all their assets get seized, not just what they stole. 
You know, it, it, that's that's why people fucking bury money in their backyard and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like you don't you don't have a right to well, to what you earned ethically it's, when you break ethics. It's funny because you say that in the sense of burying in the backyard, but that's kind of how crypto works with the money and being stolen from cheating. Is that's that's it, the biggest issue with this is that there was no path to redemption for those who were cheated, right? Yeah. Right. Or, or sorry, there's no path to redemption for the cheaters. Because there's the millions, sites can't make it right. millions of dollars, and that's never going to be given back to the players that were cheated. No. No. It's like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we don't know a lot about what happened, but when GG banned those 40 names initially, and I think it ended up being like 82 total when it was all said and done. Well, at least said, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know that there were a lot of refunds that were issued during that time. Right? Yeah. And it's like, nobody's, nobody's holding any sites to this sort of standard. Yeah. You know, we see this happen all the time, I'm sure, where players are banned from WSOP.com. We never hear about it because they don't go public with it, and nobody ever gets any money added to their account. I now understand why people have issues with online poker. Yeah. It's, and, like, hard to regulate and hard. Right. These a, are all good points. I see them. <laughs> I see you guys out there. I mean, <laughs> since, since the internet has been popularized in Brian and I's lifetime, mid-90s until now, there's always always been a small collective of people who were trying to exploit the power of of information transfer at, at a rapid rate and they always will right they always and will they, be the they bad, always will so it's just the, the amount of scale that you can achieve through online tech as opposed to offline in-person type of scams uh it, it's just night and day you know like you're you're not going to see People going door to door trying to scam you very often any longer. It's 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 low brow. It's uh, a it's easy to see through, but like B, you just don't really acquire much that way. I don't know. What you're talking about some guy came to our door like six months ago talking about I can watch this, watch this, watch this, and you gave him hundred dollars for a bottle. He scammed you. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I mean, we, we, will, we will have a story tomorrow about uh, someone who. Took about a million dollars from a casino. Oh my god, yeah. I can't believe that shit. <laughs> that is true. We will. That's gonna be the best story we've ever told. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I think Brokus's take there is is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, generally speaking, like, it's fine to have Doug's take. I think that it's <laughs> fine to to see the world through black and white. I know that some people just like operate that way. I I just think that you kind of gloss over. A bit of nuance and the issue then becomes that either you will over punish people that are less deserving of such harshness or you'll start making too many exceptions to the rules uh, or to the punishments whatever as as like more cases come forward right yeah well the issue is we don't really have like that justice system the community is the justice system well that's kind of the, that's that's like what i was speaking to where it's like okay doug is kind of coming from a framework of these things are bad and should be punished accordingly and phil is kind of coming from the framework of these things are bad and should be punished accordingly like in a public setting of the community's sake right, right. so it's like Phil's kind of coming from the vantage point of like, yes, these things are bad, and yes, we should scrutinize them, but we should add nuance and thought to each and every individual case and treat them on a case-by-case -case basis. Where Doug is kind of coming from the framework of like, cheating is bad, period. It's, it's an absolute uh, toxic, destructive thing that happens in our game, and we should police it all. 
Yeah. Hard. I mean, and they're both right in my opinion. Ali isn't banned isn't banned from WSOP as far as we know. Like if he wanted to show right. up and play the 5K today, yep. he could do that. You know, is he going to have to deal with some societal pressure that comes from being ostracized from the community? Yeah, of course. These are things that are like actions that fit uh, the consequence. Right. Right. There's no, it's like he's not, not going to jail. No one's like getting, mon like getting money from him in some regards, you know, like these are just the actions, the consequence that you had. And then that's, that's as far as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just community, it's a community kind of being the neighborhood watch. Yeah. It's so it, it then becomes much more of honestly, like Doug and Phil's takes are much more aligned than I think either of them really understand because then it becomes much more of Phil is basically saying, don't let him off the hook. Like, don't forget when he shows up at your table two years from now, don't forget what he's done to this community kind of thing. But with Justin, you know, look at his entire track record and it's okay to kind of let this pass. Where for Doug, he's basically saying, don't forget. But or, he's saying it to everyone. Sure. Or if like somebody even like uh, talked to Justin and wanted to ask him about it or whatever, like you're allowed to talk about things people did in the past. Sure. You know, it's not about giving a pass, this, that, whatever. Um, but when it comes to the things that do happen, like people are going to do whatever they want in some regards. And yeah. the, the overarching like justice system is what controls everything else. Right? Well, we just lack that in this community. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No one's breaking any laws. Or if they are, they're not being punished. Yeah. Right? So like, that's kind of the difficulty. But yeah, I expect this story will continue to unravel. We're going to get a lot more details uh, as more and more information comes out. I'm sure somebody on the internet, which is still undefeated, is doing uh, the research on that list of names. So hopefully at some point we'll get some sort of idea how many of those aliases are potentially uh, Ali's. And we're able to kind of look at some P&Ls and see, you know, just how profitable this multi-accounting system was. I'm going to go play the 5K. Same. Mm, I'm going to go play the 600. I was planning on max late regging it, but I don't have a cash game seat today. So we're going to get in the mix. Let's do it. Hello. What do we got? Hello. A phone call. What is this? 1999? <laughs> <laughs> we have a call in. Why the fuck do you have your ringer on? I don't. What is this, an emergency broadcast? It's coming through Telegram. Why do you have your ringer on that? <laughs> because nobody's ever fucking called me on Telegram uh, that I had to turn it off, all right? Scam. <laughs> scam. For sure, scam. Scam. Crypto mm -hmm. scam. Scam FC. Scam. <laughs> Tele Telegram FC. Yeah. Conrad's in the NFT streets. <laughs> no, Ring I left that life. Ringtone FC. I mean, it's kind of crazy, Ringtone right? Because like in the NFT scene, there's just like anonymous people have stolen and rugged millions. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, what can you do? Well, nothing. They buried in their backyard. Yeah, that's it. We all move on. All right, that's going to do it for us today, guys. We will be back tomorrow at 10.30 a.m., most likely. Uh, I'll be in day two. It depends if <laughs> the restart for this... I don't know. It's just going to depend on this 5K restart, basically. We'll all be in day two. Um, where's our music? Hopefully, we are all in day hey, two. Where's our music? <laughs> <laughs> music is already on. I don't hear it. We don't hear it. Okay, maybe it's not Thank you guys so much for joining us. If you don't mind, smash that subscribe button. Hit a like on your way out. Click the bell. You know how it goes. We appreciate you guys so much for the support. We'll be back tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. With Dumb and Dumber. <laughs>